Welcome to Q&A Selling Online with answers to questions about creating an online empire, promoting products, or building a brand. Your host, private label and e-commerce entrepreneur, Quinn Amorm. Welcome back to the show, my friends. Today, I have here with us the founder of Science Natural Supplements, Cody Bramlett. He started, uh, he was actually a personal trainer. And from what I understand, it didn't go as planned. But one of the things that he did was because of a personal problem his dad had with chronic inflammation, Cody researched and came up with his own solution of a custom turmeric, if I'm not mistaken, it's turmeric and bio, bioprine. Mm-hmm. Uh, and got rid of his father's inflammation. And then, of course, people start asking him how and what and how Cody does that for a living, makes several mil- millions, and teaches other people how to get it done. So, Cody, welcome to the show. Uh, Quinn, I'm, I'm, thank you for having me here. I'm very excited. I, I love doing this. I love sharing with people my story and how to actually you know, get successfully along with doing the path that we did. And I'm happy to be here to share. Awesome. So, Cody, uh, you were successful at helping your dad get rid of that chronic inflammation. And you started a brand from that because anything that's successful, you should pursue that. But before that, you were a personal trainer. Tell me how that gets started. Yeah, definitely. So, you know, I've always been into health. I was a heavier set kid. My parents always told me it's genetics. And then at the end of high school, I found out that it's not. It's called a good diet and exercise. And wow, what do you know? Things change. And uh, so I went, went through college. Uh, I knew I was really into marketing at that point. I w- had been to, I've heard, I read books from Matt Fury and uh, Dan Kennedy, Bill Glazer. And it was always kind of like just understanding this little bit about direct marketing in that whole world. And, and um, I, I love fitness and wanted to figure out how to get, do fitness and sell it online. I, I wasn't sure at the time. And I ended up actually opening a kettlebell gym because I had, I had worked at one part-time. I trained at one. I got certified as an instructor. I loved it. It was kind of a part-time gig to pay for my car. And, uh, mm-hmm. the lady who had it closed, cause she was quite literally the wife of a billionaire and didn't care. And so I grabbed the clients that, that I could and started my own gym. And, and, uh, I did it part-time for years until I quit my day job and did it full-time. And it was fun. I grew it to over 250 clients. I had a wow. 3000 square foot facility in San Diego in a interesting little corner of this industrial park. But people came to me because I was like the kettlebell kettlebell expert. But I had a ton of flaws in my knowledge of actually how to run a company, how to manage a team, how to have staff, um, how to actually get what you're owed in terms of uh, you know asking for how much you should be paid. Like I was charging ninety nine dollars a month or less for unlimited classes, and we had fifty a week. So <laughs> I was not making money. I was basically just over servicing clients who complained to me about losing thirty pounds and having to pay a hundred dollars a month. And so. At a certain point, I was burned out, exhausted over it. My brother had figured out how to train people online through coaching programs on fitness. Mm-hmm. And I was like, how do I get online and stop doing training? And he's like, you should try supplements and figure that out. That's becoming a big thing. And that kind of led me down the path for a couple of years to discover that whole industry. Wow. So uh, when you started, it wasn't, I guess, anything that we started a few years ago is not as competitive as right now. But was it still, was it something easy to do? Oh, God, no. So at that time, there wasn't knowledge being shared about what to do. Like I I put together a whole course that explains how to do this, right? Because I just want people to not fail like I had many failures. So it was completely trial and error. And how much credit card limit can I load up and survive off of and collect interest on until I succeed it? That's literally like what happened for the first two, three years. I think I spent a year and a half 
trying to understand how to write a direct uh, marketing long form sales page. You know, those 10,000 word articles that turn into yeah. a sales pitch. It took me forever to figure that out. Couldn't write it on my own. I had to look, I luckily found someone who could write a solid one for a completely fair price. And I had to buy inventory. Um, I had to pick, do all the marketing for it. I then had to figure out how to get traffic to the page. And I figured found the world of affiliates through softwares like ClickBank and BuyGoods and Digistore. Yeah. And um, it was a complete scary, scary journey, all while you know, trying to run a gym that barely covered my bills to live. And I'm going into massive debt trying to build this business, knowing that it's going to work. It has to work. I just pushed it through because it had to work. <laughs> yeah. Well, it, you know what? I, uh, as soon as you mentioned long form pages, I thought of something that uh, I've been selling online for many years. Uh, and then once I tried to get into, it wasn't really pure supplement, but it was a mix, a mixture of a food with a supplement. And it didn't work out very good. It, it's it's now in the stats as one of my failures, uh, just because it wasn't easy to get started. It wasn't easy to get some licenses because at one point it was considered a novelty product because it was something that didn't just exist or whatever. But while I was in those stages, I studied pages of like Drew Canole, uh, you know, the what's it called Organifi. Yes. And uh, actually, I've replicated his site uh, several times for, for clients that ask me uh, and uh, because it is successful. So we uh, are saying that today, long form pages are still the way to go, even though you have your own site and you have Amazon and all of that. It's still the way. Definitely. So I, I look at owning and operating a business as trying to find as many verticals of sales as possible. You know, there's not one way to make a hundred dollars. There's a hundred ways to make a dollar. So should you be on Amazon? Yes. Should you be on Walmart? You can. Yes. Should you be on any of those platforms? Yes. Should you have a Shopify e-com page? Yes. Should you also have long form direct marketing pages? Yes. And speaking of Organifi, they've done it all, right? At one yes. point I knew they were like on every single platform you could ever imagine, right? Because their audience is not all in one spot. The audience is not all on Amazon, although a lot are. They're they're everywhere. And so the key is how do you get in front of people in every place they can be where they're going to need your product? Even the ones that don't know yet that they need it. Exactly. Hmm. And, and that's one reason why I do love direct marketing and those long-form sales pages. And they're hard to create. Don't get me wrong. We've come, we've built systems out about how to actually give the good best content to a writer to actually produce it. I don't teach how to write copy because you have you should be working with people who are or, you know, competent in that, in that category, it's going to cost you between five and 20,000, even $30,000 to hire a good copywriter. And of yep. course, the more you pay, the better chances you have of success out the gate. Um, but having that is huge because you are able to connect with someone so they get to know, like, trust, and buy from you in one sitting. It's not that whole, you know, the seven touch thing, you touch someone seven times to get them to buy. That's yeah. what Facebook uses. That's what Amazon uses. It's just like sprinkle it in front of their attention here. Here, here, direct marketing is all about they land on a page and how do you make them want to be your best friend by the end of it and pay you money? Nice, nice. All right, so I do I do know it works because I my main focus is on Amazon and I have clients that start on Amazon, launch on Amazon, and I have a very hard time if they start something from scratch on the supplement in the supplement space because it's so competitive the cost of advertising on Amazon for a supplement is, is through the roof. Others that have started outside businesses, when they come to Amazon, 
their brand name already has searches and they are normally in the affiliate marketing space. So that tells me that it is working because they kind of, they bring demand to Amazon of a brand that they already have. So is that something that you work with? That's something you do to, as well with your branch? Yeah, 100%. It's, um, you, you nailed it in the head right there. So when I first started out and was doing okay, million a year or so, we had generic products, turmeric, omega-3, probiotic, nothing unique. And um, we did great selling it, right? Everyone needs turmeric. Everyone needs omega-3. Everyone needs a probiotic. So we just did discount offers for it and, and, and sold a ton through the affiliate space because we were, we were winning on price, put it that way. We were kind of Walmart on in the affiliate space of that. Uh, we ended up moving back to the direct, the long form direct marketing sales pages with kind of some custom products we had for weight loss. And when those start to work, you start getting a lot of traffic, you know, hundreds and hundreds of thousands of clicks. And as soon as they start to work on YouTube, Facebook, uh, you know, Google ads, things like that, all of a sudden people that wouldn't have normally seen you in a direct marketing sense, see your page and they read the article and they're intrigued. So they immediately go to Amazon and type your name in. And if you're there, Oh, say Amazon. I trust it, right? Mm. I know I can return if I don't like it. Boom, get it. I'm that way. Half the time yeah. I find something cool when I'm sitting in the toilet shopping, I end up, I go, oh, I don't buy a website. I go straight to Amazon. Yep. And so that's the kind of audience that you're able to tap into. Because if, if you're not on Amazon, you do that. They just go up, oh, scammy company. They're not even on Amazon. How could they be good? And, and so it's important to be in both places. Um, secondly, something that's unfortunately happened to me, and, and I, I teach all my failures, and I want to make sure people know this. If you do direct marketing, People will try and steal from you and sell your products on Amazon if you're not there. And so what's happened to me in early 2020, when we had we were doing you know, $2 million a month and most of it on Facebook for a short term. So we're getting a lot of eyes on our pages. People were using um, stolen credit cards, buying hundreds of units of our products, shipping them to multiple apartment addresses in the same building, and then listing it on my Amazon cheaper than we were selling it. So they were taking away the buy box from you which reduces then your lower, your, it, it turns off your advertising if you have it on. That's for one. Yeah, uh, it's brutal. And, and then we had chargebacks too, and we lost the product cost. So it wasn't just a couple hundred thousand dollars in fraudulent charges. It was all the lost sales on Amazon, all the lost cost of goods. And the fact that I had to fight with my credit card processor because I was being attacked and it was not my fault. Now I've since I've since learned, of course, there's multiple pieces of software you can implement which block like 80, 90% of that. You know, if you're not if you're not using systems like mitigator or um count um in those systems to block those transactions, uh you're you're lucky if you haven't been swindled yet. But it, it will happen if you start your offer starts to work and take off. How about somebody trying to take away your brand or replicate your brand and try to sell? Same name products in with with a different logo. Have you seen that yet? It, it happened to us this uh, earlier last year, in like I think like June or July. So I've I've I ended up hiring an agency to run my Amazon stuff because we just didn't have the capacity inside to continue to do that. And it does okay. I mean, we do twenty thirty thousand dollars a month in sales. It's not giant, but we're also not heavily present on Facebook right now. And I think that's where a lot of the buyers are. So direct marketing world, they they're used to buying from companies. Facebook people, I think, are used to buying on Amazon. And we saw someone that popped up an almost identical product from manufacturer, copied the entire look and feel, everything, and then used all our keywords jammed into the, the, the art to the, uh, the page without using any of our names. Thankfully, I found um, lawyers who actually work with Amazon and they actually can send emails through Amazon telling people to stop. So they get to the person got an email from Amazon saying, you're going to get in trouble from a lawyer right now if you don't take, you don't fix this, which is cool because I've sent cease and desist stores to people. We discovered who they were and it didn't stop them. They didn't care. 
but they get an email from Amazon, they disappear real quick. <laughs> yeah, I had uh, a, a bunch of people uh, take imitate some products of they weren't actually mine. They were supplements from a client supplements, and uh, one of them had actually eight sellers selling the exact same product, the same label and everything, and they had a different logo. And I went through brand registry, which is um, one of the Amazon ways yep. to, to get rid of those people. I complained and they removed them all. But the thing is, how can somebody even consider that that is a good idea to go through the process of making all of that when they could actually create a real brand with just change the logo and you're going to buy <laughs> Right. I, I don't understand either. I feel like they're putting up way more risk and way more effort than you are to actually start a legitimate business. It's correct. It, it's shocking to me. It's like it's like trying to rob a bank for a million dollars. It's a lot a lot easier to go figure out how to make a million dollars than it is to go steal it and you're not gonna go to jail forever. <laughs> exactly. And they will be caught because the brand, like you you know your brand. So if somebody tries to replicate your brand, you will try to stop them. So it's just a matter of time, but every so I don't know. I don't understand it either. Yeah, it's, it's, it's sad. sad. It's sad, and I hope Amazon does find a way to stop that from happening. It's tracks. It's it's still a little obnoxious that they don't have an AI that goes, "Hey, these labels look the same. Are you sure it's yours?" So, you know, I think it should exist. <laughs> yeah, they they do have an uh, an AI that can do the image search, but they give it to you as a tool so you can manually search your own product. They don't go out of their way to, to do the search, uh, which yeah. could be. We'll give, we'll give you the tools to stop bad people who are doing bad things on our platform that we already know about, but won't tell you. Good, good business model. <laughs> yes, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, that's one of the reasons why I'm not a huge fan of being on Amazon 100%. Like I'm there to protect my brand. I'm there to grab the people who are like me who shop on Amazon. And I'm there to keep bad people from, from doing things fraudulently and ripping me off and stealing my products. So our, our existence on Amazon is really almost a defense versus actually a profit center. I mean, we make money on it. It pays for probably my mortgage or car payment or something like that. It's it's good, but not great. Um, but it, it definitely is not where we focus our time because we see so much more profit and revenue coming from the, the affiliate world because affiliates are so much nicer. It's a, you scratch my back, I scratch yours. If we all do better, the tide rises. You talked about yep. Drew earlier. I've gotten traffic from them. I've sent traffic to them for them. It's it's a very reciprocal, good community. And, and I love being a part of that type of world versus this dog eat dog on Amazon that can, can be sometimes painful. So just to be, to be clear here then, what, what would you do if you wanted to launch today a new brand uh, let's say you were a personal trainer. So let's say you wanted a supplement, a workout supplement or pre-workout, whatever they're called. Uh, if you want to launch one today or start today, not launch it today, but um, what would you do? Definitely. So this is a great question. Uh, so I, I, like you said, I have a course, I teach people how to do this. So we have a course called Supplement Millionaire Blueprint. And it's, a, it's we break it down into 20 steps over 16 weeks to actually launch something. So I'll just kind of give you the, the lowdown about works yeah, right now because yeah. I'm all about sharing. And if anybody, if anybody succeeds from this tips, you know, reach out to me. I want to hear, I want to hear what's going on. Anybody wants to learn more, they can always reach out to me too. But basically 16 weeks is all it takes to launch a product. Would I start on Amazon if I had no Amazon experience? No. If I had Amazon experience, would I start there? Obviously, yes. 
Um, but basically, you first need to come up with your brand, your identity, your name, and to make sure that it, 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 it connects with your audience. So you said earlier, when I do a pre-workout because you're a trainer. So is your clients women, grandmas who are trying to lose weight or young dudes trying to get big and bulky? Create your brand identity around that. that has, that's very, very key. Secondly, what products do you want to sell? Pre-workout, a protein powder, a, a sleep aid, something like that. Whatever, whatever it is you think that's going to help benefit people most. The first thing I say is do not do a custom product. Because you have no clue how to run a supplement brand, how to build a company, how to run a team, how to do marketing, how to do accounting, how to do anything. So I want you to start by doing a white label product. And there's companies out there that will sell you white label ones where they just put, you just give them a, you, they give you a template, you put your pretty pictures and your logo on it, they slap it down, and then that you can buy bulk. There's companies that will do on demand. So you, as you sell it through your Shopify account or through ClickBank or through BuyGoods, it will ship it out and they'll bill you afterwards. So I would start there. Once you have the product chosen, the company chosen, you then figure out your story. Why did you start it, right? I had a gym. I was tired of people coming in and showing me Herbalife crap and telling me they spent $80 on a bucket of protein that had 20 grams of protein in it. And I was like, you can just go to the store and pick one up for $29 to get you five times the amount of, of, of quality servings than what this junk is. Mm -hmm. and, and so it drove me insane. So that was what led me to create the brand. I wanted to create something that was simple, real, and only what you need. No fillers, no junk. Um, and, and so that's what I, I went out and started, didn't want to do. The whole story of my dad, that happened, right? So I was looking at turmeric being a product. And my dad's doctor at the same time literally said, hey, you should eat turmeric to reduce inflammation. And I was just like, oh my gosh, right? This is amazing. So then I had to find the right turmeric. I chose the worst manufacturers to begin with. I had to buy inventory to begin with. I didn't know how to do the white label. I didn't know how to do the, uh, the on-demand concept. Mm -hmm. So I had you know loaded up my credit card on that. Stuff was great. Don't get me wrong. It was awesome custom formula, but it was completely drowning me in debt to be able to get it going. Um, so once you have all that, you have your story, you have your reason why, you have your, your influence, you have your that. You then, you then find a copywriter, someone who can actually tell the story. Um, you can do that or you can spend a year learning how to write copy and make a decent page, but probably not that good. So I always recommend people to save as much as you can and hire someone. Again, it's five to 25 grand in cost. The higher you go, the better you get. Um, after that, you buy ClickFunnels or WordPress and you build the page yourself because obviously we're trying to save money to get going. If you can't afford to uh, hire somebody, you're going to pay a couple grand to have them build a web page and design it. Um, obviously make sure you find someone who knows direct marketing and the affiliate world, because a lot of guys out there, they don't know how to create a page with the, with, with ways to help the customer buy, you know, like one of our big things was our designer kept doing rounded buttons. And I'm like, no, no, I want to have a button like, like Amazon. As soon as we tested an exact replica of Amazon buttons, sales increased. Right. So it, it's, it's kind of neat. Although now I see Amazon testing different shaped buttons. So it's, it's kind of funny. <laughs> Yeah. So it's creating the story. It's picking the product. It's having the right thing. It's getting the design all put together. And then the last thing I was recommend is being on a platform that's easy to use. So uh, I mentioned ClickBank, BuyGoods, and Digistore. These three platforms allow you to put your offer with all your upsells and downsells, like you see on an infomercial or a website, um, on their platform. They run the credit card processing. They pay out the traffic sources. So if you do agree upon percentage, like 60% revenue share, or you agree that $50 per sale, sale you're going to be giving somebody... The agreement's all within their platform and it pays out the people accordingly. They do cost probably two to 4% more than you can, um, will cost you to do it on your own. 
but the time saved to not deal with chargebacks, uh, anything we do with credit card processing and paying out people in accounting is well worth it. And you can trust me on that because I spend way the hell more than 4% on those things uh, every single month. Um, and, and that's kind of the simple blueprint and steps to be able to get going to put something in direct marketing. And then obviously when it starts to work, you start to get traffic, you need to be on Amazon. You need to have a Shopify account with an e-commerce page. So that way, each type of audience who wants to look you up, they will find the page they're looking for, that they're comfortable with, and that they'll purchase from you from. And that that page belongs to you and not somebody that just bought it with a fake credit card. Yes. Cool. So for for those that don't don't know, uh, ClickBank, you mentioned, for example, you would grab your product, list it on ClickBank, and offer a percentage of the profits or of the gross to whoever out there wants to sell the product for you. Is that it? Correct. Yeah. So each of them have a marketplace where when the offers go live, anybody who wants to find something to promote is going to be on that marketplace. And so a lot of people who go through um, ad buying program, uh, ad buying trainings or Facebook ad buying programs, they'll, they'll, they're trained to go to these platforms, find the ones that have the highest gravity and are paying out the most money and try and market to them. Obviously, if something's more popular, more people are promoting it. Therefore, it's more competitive for the ad buyer. So, you know, at a certain point, there's a diminishing returns and they just work with the highest tier affiliates. Mm -hmm. But when you're starting out, it can be hard to find affiliates. So one of the things we recommend people to do is to get involved in groups. So everyone knows what a mastermind is. If you're like me, you paid 20 grand to be in a mastermind that you regretted buying. <laughs> and you're like, oh, I wasted 20 grand for a couple of meetings. I don't know why I did this. Um, but there's many groups out there of, of, that are networks, that are more about networking. Even my coaching program, it's, it's about networking. We call it a mastermind, but it's all about that weekly call and getting to know everybody in the group. Because when you know other companies that are like you, they're willing to promote you if you're willing to promote them because we're all looking for traffic. Mm -hmm. So like I, I, let's say I sold a thousand customers. I now have an email list of a thousand people. What do I do with that? I want to make money. I want to service my client customers. I want them to buy the things they want. So every day I'm going to send them an email. I have three or four products. So I'm going to send out my products once or twice in a month. What do I do the other 20 days? I find other offers and I promote them. So the key is being a part of these networks to be able to meet people like that. So that way you can have them promote you and you can promote them when you have your, your, your offer working and it becomes this very synergistic, you scratch my back, I scratch yours and everyone succeeds. And yes, the rev share thing is great. The other one, other model people use is called CPA, cost per acquisition. That's one I like doing more because I know that no matter what, I will get the same amount of money. Um, and uh, at the end of the day, it's all the same, right? A rev share and a CPA, if you divide it over a thousand customers, there's a number, right? And so it's the same concept. But yeah, that's that's how you do it. So you get on those platforms, you list your you list your offer, you make sure it converts at one to two percent conversion rate. You go to conferences, you'd be a part of communities, you'd be a part of uh, masterminds, and you you make friends with people. I, my wife used to ask me, "What are you gonna do at this conference?" I said, "I'm gonna go shake hands and kiss babies, make friends with as many people as possible." That's it. Yeah. So, what are the chances of launching this brand new? Uh, what was it that we, uh, pre-workout, you launched this pre-workout. Uh, what are the chances of one of those super affiliates picking it up? Perfect. So super affiliates are so busy. They don't even answer emails from me. Um, they're, they're, they're swamped, right? They get a thousand emails a day. Even my sales team are like, I'm drowning in emails and, and we're, we're a, a middle, middle tier company. Mm -hmm. Um, and so these super guys that have, you know, millions of people on an email list, they start to notice you when you start appearing on the 
you know, my tier or the tier above me lists. So when you start out, we, we call them minnows. Minnows will promote you. The guys that have can send hundred clicks, right? Very small mm-hmm. companies, very small email lists. And then you can always say, Hey, you know, did it do well for you? Yeah. The offer did great. You know, we made $200 more than normal. Oh, cool. Do you know anybody that would also like this offer that it might benefit them too? And, um, you know, at that point you get a referral and you move up the ladder and you slowly keep moving up the ladder over and over and over until you get to a higher tier. And eventually people start reaching out to you when they see higher, higher level affiliates promoting your offer. Cause they're like, Whoa, mm-hmm. Cody knows what he's doing. He knows how to do email marketing. He's, he's emailed this three times. Now I got to find out who this person is. Cause it's probably worth my time to email that offer. So that that's one way of doing it. The other way is of course, I think back to my Bill Glazer and Dan Kennedy learnings. Uh, I just love a story that, that one of the stories they told was, uh, you know, you're trying to get a, a attention of some like, you know, manager or whatever it is in, in some company, get to get them to call you back and they won't respond to your letters. They won't respond to your emails or respond to your calls. So send them something weird and giant. So like one of the guys in an umbrella and when he opened the umbrella, there was a bunch of like stuff in there, like hellos and thank yous and please give me a call kind of stuff. Yeah. And then the guy called immediately and said, I've never had someone do that before tell me your pitch, right? Cause he's just curious at that point. So hmm. how can you determine who the person is, what they like, how can you get something unique in front of them and, and get their attention, right? It's all about standing out in a marketing sense. And if you can do that, then you can get the attention of some big fish. Nice. Uh, you know, I did, I did something uh, similar to that once to get somebody's attention. You remember you uh, Hefner, a playboy guy. Yes. That, purple or maroon roll we used to wear the smoking jacket yes <laughs> i got a 150 uh replica of one with wings <laughs> it was uh, basically a towel built-in towel as wings i got one of those and i sent it to somebody that i wanted their attention and because it is so weird and then those towels could be wrapped uh, around the head almost like a Oh, it looked like a, a Jedi from Star Trek or whatever it is, uh, but it was it was funny because that does work because it is weird. It wasn't just like uh, you know the a pen with you know the regular merch. It was something out of the ordinary. So th- that's right. Yeah, it's it's all about standing out in the crowd. And the more of us that join the marketing world, the more you got to stand out. But you know, I, I like more competition. I like more people in there. You get more ideas, and I think the. The stronger survive and the more creative survive. And, and, you know, a lot of times too, people that started, try to start their own company, they fail, but they realize they were really good at one piece of that business. And then they start an agency to be able to do that. So I've watched a lot of people in this industry, try to do what I do, fail and end up doing something in the industry and love it more and succeed way better at it because they found what their strengths are within it. So I, I don't, I don't ever see, I don't ever see a failure as a failure. I see a failure as a, a lesson to lead you down the next step. And I yeah. definitely think that anybody can try and succeed in, in any way. Yeah, absolutely. And it's only a failure when you stop trying, right? Yes, yes. Because <laughs> if you keep going and eventually you you may succeed or you could just have a bigger failure, I guess it all depends. <laughs> so, Cody, tell me something. Uh, you mentioned uh, you do have a course. It's blue blueprint. Blue, well, now I can't pronounce it. The Supplement Millionaire Blueprint. Supplement, okay, Supplement Millionaire Blueprint. 
So where do people go to find that? And then where do they go to find out more about you and your brands? Definitely. So you can visit CodyBramlett.com, SupplementMillionaire.com, or SupplementMillionaireBlueprint. Um, right now, I don't, I don't know which page is live, but we have a cool video which kind of explains the entire course. I put a 30-minute uh, video together. I have a great video editor, so it's it's cool. Hope you like it. But we break down what it is. And, and I'll just be honest. Like I'm, I'm here to help people who want to succeed and want to actually launch and grow a supplement brand. That's it. If it's not you and you're not ready to do it and you don't have the, the capital to be able to start, you know, figure out how to get the capital to start. It would, it, it will cost you between five and 30 grand to start a brand. The more you spend, the higher chance you have of succeeding fast. The less you spend, the more work you have to put in, the more sweat equity you have to put in, but that's just fine. I started on a, on a budget and you can too. If you, if you can come in with a higher price point, you can get there faster. And so in the course, we have about 50 interviews. We walk people through every person they should work with in the industry right? Who's the best customer service? My customer service saves me over $10,000 a month in save to sales. So when someone wants a refund, they go, Hey, instead of mailing it back, how about we give you a 50% refund and you keep it. And a ton of people say, yes, saves me $10,000 a month, almost covers my customer service cost. It's phenomenal. You know, and most people don't don't know that or even realize it exists. So we go through that. We go through who's the best web page builder. We go through how to find the best copywriter, how to write contracts with them, how to expect, how to have expectations with them, um, how to do design, um, who to work with, what lawyers to work with, how to do email marketing, who to hire for email marketing, because you and I are not good at email marketing, right? We're not pros at it, but you should hire a pro because they'll make you five times the amount of money you could do on your best day. And you don't have to do anything. So we kind of try and make it as simple as possible. When I first made it, I just made that and released it to the world. I sold like, what, 50, 80, maybe 100 copies for like two grand a piece. And I wasn't getting feedback from people. People weren't responding. So I started doing these open office calls to learn more. Found out that people actually need a clear, concise blueprint. So I built an entire checklist and Gantt chart that walks you through every single step, tells you what video to watch at what step, tells you what you need to complete at each step, and make sure you stay on track because... As you know, a lot of entrepreneurs have squirrel brain and we're chasing shiny objects oh, yes. and we can't stay focused. So this is designed to keep you focused and keep you busy, even when you're waiting for an outsourced project to happen. Um, and and uh, that how that whole thing is designed to make it as easy as possible. And then because I, I really want people to succeed, we turned it from an actual product to a coaching group. So for anybody that wants to join, it's a month to month program and you can quit whenever you want. And if you don't show up to the coaching calls, I fire you as a client. Mm-hmm. I'm all about looking for people who actually care. So you can find out more on the website and um, I, I'm just here to help. So I got free resources there. If it's not your time and you want to just watch the video and download stuff, please do. I mean, I'm just here to make sure people don't make the same mistakes that I did because I've blown a million dollars in mistakes and it was not fun. And I somehow luckily survived. I don't want anybody to have to go through the hell that I did and the stress that I went through because it was not fun at all. <laughs> I hear you. I hear you. And for any of you out there that are listening, if you have what Cody referred to as squirrel brain, you can check out Daily Greens on his site, Science Natural Supplement. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, the reason why I say this, Cody, is because it was the first thing I looked for when I opened your site to see if you had anything for mental focus and clarity, because almost everybody today needs that. I don't know if it's technology that's doing that to us, but I I have shiny object syndrome or squirrel brain, everything. So anything I can do except Adderall to get my brain. <laughs> and I only say except Adderall because I can't uh I can't legally get it. <laughs> but yeah, but yeah. 
It's, it's, yeah, it's definitely a tough thing to overcome. I think my biggest challenge in this entire adventure I've done for the last six years is really learning how to focus and stay on track and also let go. Like I built a team. We have five leadership, like my leadership team, there's five of us in the United States. And then we have about 25 people in the Philippines. So I'm a very virtual company. And I, by the way, guys, if you want to hire people in the Philippines, it is the best decision ever. They're inexpensive. They're incredibly well-trained. They're incredibly educated. They're incredibly nice and respectful people. And, and you can take care of them and basically hire four or five people for the price of one US staff person. So it's an incredible way to build your company fast. Um, but, but learning how to be a leader and not overwhelm people and uh, stay focused and on target has been the biggest challenge. So yeah, learning to overcome the squirrel brain is, is a challenge and, and tough, but I, I'm trying to encourage people to do it and help them find focus and, and, and be able to achieve that. Because if you just keep chasing shiny objects and changing your, your direction every six months, you won't succeed. Exactly. Starting, starting a business every day is not going to bring you any success. You have to build that business, right? I guess you, you do have to start it, but don't just start. Keep doing something to it. Exactly, exactly. And then it can always evolve. It doesn't have to stay that business, but it shouldn't be crazy 180 turns. You know, you got to keep that path going and marching forward. Yeah. I think it was Zuckerberg that said ideas are never born fully formulated, right? So it kind of, you think of something, start it, and then you start tweaking it to go with, go with the flow. But that's it. Yeah, it's awesome. Cody? Amazing, amazing information here. I hope people check out your uh, your links that are going to be on the show notes. Uh, thank you very much for this. And um, I can tell you right now, uh, everybody guaranteed learned something, even I did. So awesome. thank you. My pleasure. It was great being here. And again, I'm here to help. So if anybody needs anything, feel free to reach out. If you email myself or one of my team will respond. So we're just we're just here to help. So thank you again. Awesome. Thank you.